This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining yet another episode. We are at episode 100 of Making Shift Happen. And here to help me make shift happen, I have Julie Cornelius, who is leading the World Ride Organization. I told you I was going to mess that up. World Ride Organization. And their motto is they believe in empowering women through mountain biking. And of course, they spread the entire world with this. And I am so stoked to have you on, Julie. I can't even put it in words because I followed you (laughs) probably... A year or two ago, I started to follow you and, and World Ride on Instagram. You know, of course, social media connects us, right? And now I'm just so excited to have it all come back to you being on the show because I, I worked with a couple of your ambassadors and they're fantastic individuals, so they have nothing but good things to say about it. So welcome, welcome. And I'd love for you to take a moment to tell us a little bit about World Ride and your mission. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah, so Worldwide, our mission is to empower women globally through mountain biking. So we we focus on our um, programs in, um, we have programs in Nepal, Guatemala, Peru, Lesotho, and Botswana currently. Um, And we we work with local women to help give them the opportunity to um, get into mountain biking um, as a way to help yeah, empower them, create confidence, build community um, to, yeah, just give them that opportunity. And we've seen such a huge difference in the lives of the women that we work with and how it just makes a difference to translate into other aspects of their life, uh, what they learn from mountain biking. So it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. I love that you said that, Julie, because I think anyone who mountain bikes, especially females, you know, we can really see the difference in what mountain biking brings us in our life, uh, especially when it comes to confidence and and community. And I feel like you've really married all of that into this organization, but then made it made it have a little bit of a global impact, which is so awesome. Well, I'm curious, how many women do you think you've impacted globally? Like, do you do you have a little bit of an estimate? That's a really great question. Um, <laughs> I mean, we yeah, we work. You know, some of our programs, like we now work with like, um, we've got like 25 or 30 women that go on these weekly group rides in um, in Guatemala, and um, there's a big community in Nepal. Um, we've got a really big growing community in Botswana, which is really exciting. Um, we did a whole day of skills with like 15 Peruvian ladies um, this year, so... Um, but it's, it's always hard to estimate like how much the actual spread is. Um, and you know, we've got this, you know, greater global community too, that we interact with through social media and, um, we've got like over 20 ambassadors that are, um, you know, mostly in the U S and Canada, but we do have, um, one in, uh, in New Zealand, we've got one in Tasmania, we've, you know got this whole global team. So, um, yeah, our, it's, it's, our reach is, is growing. Um, 
And yeah, it's really fun to see. I bet. And that, that's the funny thing here is you have the immediate interaction with folks and, and the guides that you hire at the countries that you work with in, or in the countries that you work with. But then think about like, that's just that, you know, trip that you're on, that one singular trip mm-hmm. in a variety of qu- countries, of course, throughout the year. But then think about them turning around and then impacting their local community and how many more women they impact, you know, and, and then I feel like it just kind of trickles down from there and it just goes out, yes. ripples out kind of like the the stone when you throw it in the lake, just ripples out, which is awesome. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just say, that's our whole goal is to like yeah. have that ripple effect. And some of the things that we're really focusing on now are, are really designed to have that ripple effect. Um, like we partnered with PMBIA, which is the, a mountain bike um, instructor certification program. Um, and we went to Nepal earlier this year and did um, two different level one certification courses uh, in Nepal. And we really like tried to select individuals that would have a really big impact in the community to help be able to teach others and get others into the sport to really have that ripple effect, right? To um, yeah. yeah, be able to teach others how to get into mountain biking safely. Um, and, uh, yeah, make sure that people have a good time when they're first learning. Um, so we're, we're going to be doing that, uh, hopefully in Guatemala in a couple months and, uh, nice. and then, yeah, maybe some other countries as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. I loved seeing you all working with PMBIA cause that's who I'm certified with as a mountain biking instructor and they're a phenomenal organization. I know that they're making shifts with their board, uh, shall I say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not just, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and and say it bluntly. It's not just an all male board. Um, and that is important because we need representation in the sport and that's where it starts is having the board more closely represent who you're working with and who is in your community. And that's how we can make, make those shifts that are so important, which I, which I love. So, so yeah, kudos to you all for working with them because I know that they're really trying to make an active effort going forward. Um, I, yeah, I agree. They've been amazing to work with and um, the, it was their executive director was the one that came to Nepal and um, it just was so great to, to hear that that's a really big focus for them is, is just, um, you know, creating more inclusion in the space. So definitely we need it. We need it. And it needs to start yes. there. It needs to start top down. It really does. Um, excellent. Well, so why did you start world ride? You know, was there like a point of inspiration where you thought, oh, this is needed? Like, what was that driving point for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I started World Ride um, as a result of a film project that I had helped to work on. Um, I had been planning a trip to Nepal uh, before the big earthquakes in 2015. Mm. And after those earthquakes happened, I just wanted to do something to help and started just kind of talking to various people and um, began working on a project that eventually kind of turned into this film called Moksha that tells the story of three Nepali women and their journey and experience as female mountain bikers in Nepal. Yeah. And I kind of always had it in my head that I wanted to do something that would continue to help there um, after the film. I didn't want to just go there and make the film and leave. Um, I wanted mm. to really establish something that would have a long-term impact. Um, 
and I, I kind of knew all along that I wasn't going to know what that was until I went there, <laughs> which is exactly what yeah. happened. <laughs> and being there and being, you know, being part of this film um, and meeting these women, it was like, this is what we need to do is we need to help give more women the opportunity to get into mountain biking. Um, so I came home and I, um, yeah, started World Ride and, uh, you know, knew that it was something that didn't uh, need to just be in Nepal, um, that it was something that could be done anywhere in the world. Um, so, yeah, we've kind of slowly expanded to other countries and um, have some plans to keep expanding. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, now I need to see Moksha, by the way, because so what's funny is uh, I've heard of this film. And it's been on my radar because I am infatuated with the country of Nepal. Um, I consider myself it's Buddhist amazing. and, you know, I practice meditation. I just always had a pull towards that country and, and the people. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I've always wanted to do like a little bit of a pilgrimage there at some point, but this film has always been on my radar. And I've even had clients and athletes I've worked with who know me like personally and are friends as well send me, you know, information about this film and I've yet to watch it. So now I'm just, yeah, this is a sign, Julie. This is a sign. I need to, yes. I need to find out how I can, how I can view it and, and make it happen. Um, I, I well, will, okay. I'll send you uh, the link um, oh, to watch oh, it online excellent. and then you should come on one of our Nepal trips. So <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's been on my radar. That is for sure. <laughs> I don't. So it's funny. I live in Colorado, you know, in the Denver area and I don't do very well at elevation above about 13,000 feet. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does require me to do some level of training. Uh, I just have something like anatomically with my vocal cord that gets a little wonky. So yeah, that's the that's really one of the only reasons <laughs> where I'm like, oh, I'd love to do this, <laughs> but I don't know how to make my physiology work for this. I'll, I'll figure something there's, out. I'll figure something out. Yeah, there's different options. I mean, we run three okay. different trips in Nepal, and um, there's only one that goes much above that. Um, okay. So, yeah, there's definitely options to go to Nepal and get to mountain bike in the mountains and not be <sighs> at super high elevation. So Yeah, I, I just think it would be such a spiritual venture. That is for sure. Um, it's, yeah, something magical. It really is. Uh, there's some... I, it yeah, there, I mean, there's magic in all of the countries that we yes, work in, but it's, it's pretty special to to be in Nepal. And yeah, there's such a strong Buddhist influence there. And I mean, just to be among the highest mountains in the world is incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Between there and Peru, and oh my god, yeah. I really, just this list of countries <laughs> is great. Which brings me to to wondering, you know, how do you choose what countries and specific locations at which you you host your events? Yeah, um, all of the, the, it's all kind of happened somewhat organically. Um, I mean, obviously we started in Nepal because of Moksha. And then um, I traveled uh, in early 2019. Um, I got invited by a friend to go mountain bike in Guatemala. And um, I love travel. So I was like, of course, sure. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> and yeah. when I was there, I was talking to some people about what I had been doing uh, in Nepal with World Drive. And they were like, let's do that here. I was like, okay, let's make it happen. And um, we have such a hugely successful um, program in Guatemala now. I mean, it's it's been amazing to see that community of ladies grow. Um, so the same thing happened in Peru. It was just a you know, friend inviting me on a trip. <laughs> Most of my yeah. friends know that I, I will say yes to almost any <laughs> travel experience. So 
Right. Um, yeah. I saw you went to Iceland recently too, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I traveled to Peru, same thing, kind of talked to them about what I had been doing in Nepal and Guatemala. And they were like, let's do that here. Um, and then Lesotho and Botswana have been kind of an interesting uh, thing that I've developed a relationship with, um, with Velo Solutions, which builds asphalt pump tracks around the world. And they have a whole nonprofit side called Pump for Peace. And it's this really amazing initiative um, where they build pump tracks in developing countries. Um, and their primary focus is trying to get kids out um, to, to ride on these pump tracks. Uh, so they, they try to build them in a place where uh, it's really, they're really accessible. And I saw what they were doing and I was like, wow, that's so cool. I wonder if they'd be interested in building one in Nepal. So I, I just reached out to them, just asking them that. And I was like, I have all these connections and let's make it happen. And um, it's actually really exciting because that was, oh my goodness, almost four years ago. And the mm -hmm. pub track in Nepal just got built like a month ago. So um, yeah, it took a little bit, but it finally happened. Yeah. And it's just been this a really, really amazing partnership that um, like they connect me with uh, some of the people that they're working with in some of the, these countries that they're building pump tracks they're like oh this would be a great place to work with these women um and then i've been connecting them with uh some of the places that we're working in it's like oh this they could really benefit from a pump track so it's been this really great relationship that we have just kind of you know trading contacts back and forth and yeah, yeah. nice so yeah, it requires yeah. a little bit of patience right you know like yeah unfortunately building something like the pump track especially in developing countries, it, it, I'm sure there's some hurdles, you know, to have to obviously go through just in terms of supply and, and things like that. But yeah, making it happen, mm -hmm. uh, which is great. I mean, heck, four years, I mean, all things considered, it's actually not too bad considering, you know, kind of where you are. And because um, I know even some local pump tracks, you know, take at least two years, <laughs> even here in Colorado, to put together. So oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So kudos, kudos to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, so here's here's kind of the sensitivity piece that I, I'm really curious about because you do work in a variety of countries and there's going to be a variety mm -hmm. of different cultures and interactions and customs throughout each of these countries. And I'm kind of curious, you know, is there anything that you do to train yourself and your team and maybe even your ambassadors if they're joining about those customs and traditions of the country that you're visiting? Yeah, that's such a great question. So we, I mean, each country that we go into we really try to work with the the people in that country to to make sure that our program is going to work for their culture and their traditions and just work in that place um you know we kind of have our model that's been successful in the other places but we we realize and recognize that that might not work in each place that we go into so we really try to kind of like get as much input from them um and figure out how it's going to work in each place. Um, so yeah, and then you know, just trying to like it's it's so fun to go into a new place because everybody is so excited to share their place mm -hmm. and their culture with you. Um, so I feel yeah. so grateful to get to travel the way that I do that I have these local connections in each place, and um, it's so fun to learn about. Um, about the culture and the traditions from all of these women that I get to work with. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a pretty 
it's usually a pretty easy thing that they just, you know, want to teach you all about um, their place. So, um, yeah. and then we try to, yeah, we try to share as much of that as possible, um, you know, with people going on our trips or, um, yeah. And then, you know, big, big thing for us is, you know, so we do run trips to all of the places that we work in. And these trips are guided by women that we have helped to actually support their training to become a mountain bike guide. Um, and this that. is a really, really important part of our mission because um, it allows people to go and visit these amazing places uh, that we work in and then get to meet the women firsthand that we work with. Um, and we feel really strongly about, uh, you know, these trips, like, you know, they're guided by these women. so. Um, it also gives an opportunity for like our trip guests to get to learn about the place and the culture directly from the women that we work with. So, uh, yeah, it's such a, it's a, it's a pretty cool, cool thing. And, um, one of the things that we really focus on as an organization. Yeah. And I love that. And that's one of the reasons I, why I did want to have you on is because of the way you do this. And I feel like you do it in the best way possible. You're hiring the locals. You're you're really reinforcing that bond between your organization and the country with which you're working by working with individuals and not necessarily hiring, you know, your ambassadors, for example, as a guide in a country that they know nothing about. And especially when it comes yeah. to you know, even just knowing the customs and traditions of of the said country that you're in, and it that I think makes a difference. You know, uh, you're not washing it out. You're really Instead, you're really reinforcing and uplifting, you know, the the ladies and the, the women rather that are in those countries. So I ah I love that so much, and I I wish some organizations would um, will hopefully have that on their radar for when they do you know hire trips in in certain locations. You know, like hire local, please, 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 please. Yeah. Hire local. Yeah. We, yeah, we get contacted awesome. all the time by people that are like, oh, I want to help out. Can I like guide one of your trips and whatever? I want to go to the place. And we're like, you know, it's a nicely yeah. tell them like, no, this, these, our trips are really truly about the women that we work with. And yeah, um, it is so important for us that they're guided by those women. So, yeah. Yeah. I respect that. So I applaud you for that. And this gets me <laughs> really, really excited too about, you know, what do you have in store for 2023? Let's start there. Like, let's start with next yeah. year's agenda. Cause then I want to get into like what you might have in the agenda down the pipe. So yeah, what, what's going on for next year? What do you have in the plans? Yeah, that's such a great question. We have so many exciting things happening uh, next year. Um, I guess since we're talking about trips, um, I'll start there. We do have some new trips that we're doing, which I'm very excited about. Um, we're going to be doing our first trip to Lesotho, um, which Jeez. nobody knows where that is, but it's this um, small landlocked country uh, within South Africa. And it is amazingly beautiful, mountainous, um, kind of like, you know, not, not super high elevation, but higher elevation um, than, you know, a lot of the surrounding area. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing our very first trip there, which we're going to be training at least one new guide on that trip. Um, hopefully we'll get two, two new female guides on that trip. Um, and that is happening at the end of March. So if anybody wants to join, we do still have spots on that one. Um, nice. And then we are gonna be doing our very first trip to Botswana um, 
which is actually a mountain bike safari, um, which we're very excited about. This one is a little bit different that we, um, we don't have any women that, um, yet that are going to be training as guides, but the women, our Botswana program is just a little bit different because again, that's what works in Botswana is that there's this amazing woman that we work with, um, that does weekly rides with, um, a big group of, of ladies. Um, and she's not going to be guiding us, but she's actually going to be just coming along on the trip, um, as a participant, which I'm very excited about. Um, she's really excited because it's an area she's never been. And, um, she'll just get to, you know, kind of tell people about our program there. Um, the first dates of that trip are actually sold out. Um, it sold out quicker than probably any of our other trips. Uh, so we just, uh, released, um, some, a second set of dates. So we do have the opportunity to, uh, go to Botswana. Um, and, uh, another trip that we're really excited about is we're doing a trip to the upper Mustang region in Nepal, which is a, it's a pretty restricted area. Um, and that is to, it's like this really culturally rich area. Um, it's the part of Nepal that borders Tibet. There's a lot of that influence there. And yeah. um, they restrict visitation to, to really retain that culture. Um, and we're doing a trip in May that is in conjunction with a big festival there. So to really have that like great cultural experience. Um, and that'll be our first Upper Mustang trip. Um, wow, so thanks. do you want to go to Nepal? That's what's going on. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> Um, Excellent. But along with that, we've just got lots of open dates that are starting to book book up for all of our destinations um, all around the world. So, yeah, it's it's pretty fun to see trips are are actually really happening again um, post pandemic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Peru is Peru on the menu for, for Peru the, is on the list. Yep. Excellent. Yeah, we've got um, yeah a few few trips happening in Peru. So. Perfect. And you also do local trips. And when I say local, I mean local to me, um, because I know Mm -hmm. you do some trips into Moab and things like that. So yeah, tell us a little bit about Mm -hmm. that too. Yeah, we did our first Moab retreat this fall. Um, I, I live in Moab. Um, so, uh, we had a lot of people that, uh, kind of wanted to come and see the area and I was Mm -hmm. like, well, let's, let's do a trip here. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a fun way to kind of um, allow people to travel a little bit more locally and still kind of have that world ride connection. So, um, yeah, and I, I'm a mountain bike guide and skills coach myself. So we kind of bring a lot of the skills aspect into it. And yeah, I, I'm working on another Moab trip for the year and possibly, uh, some other locations as well. So, okay. Are they, are they yeah. to be determined? Cause I know you've done Sedona yes. in the past and I wasn't sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we, I just we, want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, yeah, the we pressure. might do another Sedona trip. Um, nice. And then we have had some requests for other locations. So we're kind of working on putting those together. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. If yeah. I don't catch you in Nepal, I might have to, <laughs> you know, do one of the local, the local trips because I, I can't be being, uh, 
being guided around, you know, places like Moab or Sedona or elsewhere, because I don't know, I haven't ridden a ton of Moab yet. Um, my partner doesn't ride, so it can be a little tricky sometimes to plan some of our road trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely yeah. ride, but I'm not able to kind of go out, you know, on like a 40 mile bender for a day, uh, on mountain biking. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I could, I could, you know, she wants me to, but it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm here, you know, with you and the dog, like I want to hang out. So yeah, I might have to, uh, to do a local thing. Cause I would love to be guided around some of the trails in Moab that I haven't explored yet. So awesome. Now, so fun to have you here. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be great. So I know that you also, you know, besides these trips, you also do some things mm-hmm. like the bike library and, and things mm-hmm. like that. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with those. Yeah. So we, um, we have, we try to establish bike libraries in each of the locations that we work in. Um, and the the bike libraries um, are basically a way for women to borrow a bike um, and just try mountain biking because we know that like the cost of a bike is such a huge barrier to entry. So, yeah, um, we are working on um, establishing bike libraries in each place. So um, we uh, have been either borrowing bikes in certain places or renting bikes. Um, but we do have a couple of locations that actually have bike libraries and they've just been hugely successful. Um, I think we have five bikes awesome. in Guatemala. And nice. um, it's been really cool that uh, some of the ladies that started off borrowing the bike library bikes just fell in love with mountain biking. And then they, um, they saved up their money to buy their own bike which is so cool because then it leaves, it opens up the the bike library bike for a new uh, woman to come and and try it out. So that's how like the community there just keeps growing because that's what's happening. And um, yeah, it's, it's so cool to see. And and we're so grateful like that so many uh, or a few people that have gone on our trips have actually been so generous that they've donated their bike to the bike library in the place that they, um, they visit, which is just, Wow. So cool. Um, so yeah, we, we have purchased some bikes and, um, yeah, we're always looking for more bike donations too, but awesome. we're working on that for all of our countries. So yeah. 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 And then I'd love for you to share, you know, how the listeners can help, because I know for me personally, for those of you listening, you know, if you follow me on, on social media, especially Instagram and things like that, yeah, I share, and it, I share the organizations that I support. Um, not all of them, but, you know, I did share about Worldwide because it's the holiday season. And I know sometimes folks tend to think about, you know, gifts and things like that. I know my partner and I, we actually don't buy each other gifts. We just donate to some of the organizations that are important to us instead. And um, <laughs> yeah, we just don't. I mean, sometimes we'll like fudge and I'm like, oh, let me keep these like, you know, this thing that I know you've been talking about. Um, but it's nothing like extravagant. You know, we're just not extravagant people. So uh, but giving to the community is really important to us and, um, we'll support like local kids and things like that. And I did share that I'm full supporter of world ride. Definitely expect to, you know, support you all in your mission going forward. So I would love for you to share how other people can help besides obviously, you know, signing up for one of the mountain bike <laughs> trips of a lifetime yeah. around the world. <laughs> but yeah, like I know you, you talk about like donating, uh, financially as well as gear. So I would love to hear you you kind of mentioned how people can support you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your support. It really makes a huge difference. Um, 
Thank you for doing this. You're you're the one that's doing the doing the work. I'm just behind the scenes. <laughs> well, we we could not do the work we do without all of the amazing supporters that we have. So, um, yeah, we. I mean, financial donations are the biggest help to us, and we you can donate directly through our website. Um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, so um, donations are tax deductible. Um, we also have an end of year fundraiser happening right now. Um, it's a sweepstakes, and you can actually win a trip for two to Lesotho on that trip that I was talking about. Nice. Um, so that's a really great way to support us right now. Um, we uh, a trip is is obviously such an awesome way to help support what we do. Um, yeah, gear donations. Um, we're always accepting um, different mountain bike gear. Uh, bikes are a huge one, um, and. Um, Trying to think of other ways. <laughs> oh, we have merchandise on our website. <laughs> yes, I know. Rag, there's a Raglan yeah. tea. I just bought one. Yep. I can't wait to get it. Um, I am a sucker for a good Raglan tea. <laughs> yes. Oh, those ones are, yeah, I wear mine all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's um, all I We just got new, like, mountain bike jerseys that are really nice. cool. Oh, they've been awesome and really popular. Um, and then we are working on actually a really exciting thing. We're going to be starting, like, a, a membership community platform. Um, in the coming year. So we're still finalizing all the details of that, but that'll be um, kind of opening up early in 2023. So that's another, that'll be another fun way to, you know, support us as well as just like really connect. Our goal is to connect the female mountain bike community. Um, and cause I always hear from people uh, that they're like, I just don't, you know, I don't know any women in my area and mm. um, to ride with. And so we're, we're really trying to yeah, make this platform that's going to help, help solve that problem. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, we need that. We, again, connection, community connection. Yep. So exactly. crucial, you know, I know that's yeah. something that I'm even trying to do with my, my business myself, you know, here locally and things like that, especially going forward in 2023. So I am all for it. Excellent. And you did mention a little bit about like, okay, you talked about 2023. What about, mm-hmm you know, what are your grand visions for past 2023? Like, are there things that you're thinking about? Like, I'm sure the membership group obviously has something to do with that because again, you're trying to build that community and connection, but I don't know, what are you thinking like kind of long-term? Is there any wild dream you want to share on here? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the, I mean, the membership platform I think is going to be a really cool thing. It's an idea that we've had for a few years now and we're just kind of finally going to make it happen. Um, because again, like, I just think it's so important to connect, connect women, um, and yeah. really grow the community. Um, cause I think that's how we're going to help to continue to grow, uh, women's mountain biking. Um, and some other things that we're working on, um, that I think, you know, we're kind of hoping to extend beyond 2023. So it is something we're working on in 2023 is where we're going to film project another one. Um, and this one's going to be in Guatemala. I'm very excited about it. Um, but I have this dream to do a film in each of the places that we work. Um, cause I think telling the stories of the women we work with is so important. Um, I don't think that there's enough, um, you know, of those voices out there. So we're trying to help, you know, tell those stories. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're, you know, we're hoping to do like one film a year or so, um, you know, in each of the places that we work in. And then beyond that, 
we're just hoping to really expand to more and more places. Um, we're still a pretty small organization, so we're trying to make sure that we can, you know, manage all of the places we work in and have enough resources for each place. But mm-hmm. as we continue to grow, we want to expand to other countries. Um, we're, we are working on a couple of new countries that we'll hopefully expand to in 2023, um, including Ecuador. Um, oh, and also great. working on establishing a project uh, in on the Navajo Nation, um, nice. which is kind of exciting. So a little bit more local. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, there's so many countries that um, we want to expand to uh, in the future. So awesome. My neighbors, um, yeah. one of my neighbors is Ecuadorian, and he yeah, he just always tries to uh, get me to go. <laughs> like He's just like, Jenny, yeah. you, have to, you have to go. It's just absolutely beautiful um, and just, you know, wonderfully breathtaking. And his wife um, worked there abroad and that's how they met. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, and it's a special, special country. So I'm looking forward to seeing that pop on the calendar because I'll definitely have to let them know um, because they yeah. actually, she works with an organization that, that helps boost local um, like artisans basically that make like thread thread work material you know uh, a lot of like jewelry and things like that so yeah so that's her business actually because she's a triathlete they're both cyclists and and they yeah they always rave about that local community there and and obviously his family's still there and he he just came back home um from visiting his family there but yeah it's uh, again you know i i need I need more, I need more time and more funding because I want to, I want to see all these countries and experience this. So this is awesome. And I hope that's what the listeners are getting out of this too, is like, you know, these once in a lifetime types of trips that you're setting up and you're arranging and you're using local guides. I think they're so worth it um, because you can have that true local experience while supporting a really great organization, you know, and getting more women on bikes. And I think that that's so special too. So yeah. Now what? You. Yeah, no, of course. So I know you mentioned like expanding the group and things like that. So you have a team of ambassadors, which really help kind of spread yes. the word about the organization. You know, what's your plan with recruiting for 2023? Like, are you going to recruit additional ambassadors? Like, how does that work? And what type of role do they play? Yeah, um, we are going to be recruiting new ambassadors. Um, we will have some returning ambassadors um, and then we want to expand the ambassador program and we're going to be kind of tying that in with this community forum as well. Um, and uh, yeah, our ambassador program is open actually to anyone. Um, so not just women, we really truly believe in male allyship and um, have had some amazing ambassadors this year that really are just trying, they just want to help um, amplify female voices. Um, and, uh, our ambassadors are all over the world. So it's open to, to really, truly anybody, um, that is just passionate about trying to get more women into mountain biking. And our ambassadors really connect with their local community. They host events and fundraisers and just things to help, um, help get more women into the sport and just let people know about what World Ride is doing. Um, we also just opened up, uh, the opportunity for people to host their own movie night, which a lot of ambassadors have hosted movie night fundraisers. Um, we do, uh, we've been hosting some women's mountain bike 
movie nights. They're just like fun little kind of mini film festivals that just feature women's mountain bike films. And um, we've had a lot of people that want to host their own movie night. So uh, we have all of the materials to be able to help somebody do that. So um, that's another fun thing. If you're interested in hosting a movie night, um, you know, you can fill out, we've got a little form on our website that uh, will we'll help you make it happen. So, um, but as far as ambassadors, yeah, we're going to be opening up the applications uh, early in 2023. So hopefully sometime in January or early February is when the applications will be open. And um, yeah, we're excited to have some new ambassadors. Excellent. Yeah. Ambassadors, you know, they're the, I think they're the folks that really just help make that awareness. So, you know, like, cause again, I didn't really know about it. Not even know who it was. was, I feel like I was following you before, you know, Jess and Laura were involved as an ambassador in your organization, but still I was like, what, how, and the only way I know about it is social media. So it's kind of magic, you know, of, of social media. Um, and I love that you're using it. So on that note, I would love for you to take a moment and share any links and how listeners can learn more and follow World Ride. Yeah. Um, so our website is www.world-ride.com. Um, and our social media, we're mainly uh, active on Instagram, which is our handles at World Ride MTB. Um, we do a little bit on Facebook as well. Um, and then we'll be starting up that membership community soon so those are the best ways to connect with us excellent and of course i'll leave all the wonderful links in the show notes as well as you know a link direct to fundraising if this is really speaking to you as a listener of course they would love your support and i'll make it easy for you and just have everything linked in the show notes uh anything else you want to add julie before we before we sign off i think we've covered all the fun things happening with World Ride yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, and thank I mean, you so gosh. much for having me. Well, heck yeah. No, thanks for coming on and thanks for doing, oh my goodness, my first interview in several months. I'd say like, if not a year, over a year, just because I was having some technical difficulties with uh, mm-hmm. Apple's updates, not syncing up with Zencaster. And I refused to use Zoom as an interview <laughs> recording because the sound quality just is not good enough, um, just for my standards anyways. I can be a little picky when it comes to sound, but I really appreciate you coming on. And I, I can't wait to see what what the future holds for, for your organization and honestly for all these women that you're working with. Uh, and I can't wait to tell my my neighbors about your Ecuadorian trip. So this is going to be great. <laughs> They'll yeah. have to tell all their friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you'll excellent. have to come along as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's my problem is I'm like, oh, I need to think like which trip really, really resonates because I, I want to do all of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, you know, and, and oh, yeah, that's the, that's the tough part, especially especially so though, like, I still can't believe that you're doing a trip there. When I saw that on the calendar, I was just kind of, honestly, I was blown away. Um, because it is, it is an underappreciated area, uh, within Africa and it's, it's a country within a country for those of you maybe who don't really know and are listening, but it's a high elevation country. Um, Mm-hmm. And it's, it'll be, it's going to be breathtaking. It's just going to be absolutely beautiful. Uh, 
So yeah, I'll yeah. stop talking. I can yammer on and on when it comes <laughs> to travel and things like that. Um, but again, folks who are listening, please check out the links in the show notes. And I appreciate you for joining me for this episode. And I will see you next week. And again, Julie, thank you so much. Thank you.